Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tonight we're gonna take no prisoners. The Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima. Wide to the basket, had a double clutch as he was defended by Niang. The Cavs have numbers. Levert finds Mitchell, who lays it in. Allen will find Akuro. Akuro gets inside hard and winds it over to Mobley, and Mobley thumps it home. Mobley bats it. Wade grabs it. Cavs have time. Levert, he'll skip into the forecourt. Karras pulls up. Oh, my! Karras Levert. Yes, sir. <laughs> Goes to Allen. Mitchell gets it back. He got coffee in the air. He'll fire. Oh, he's got it. Donovan Mitchell with a huge shot. Gives the checks the shot clock. It now shows 10. Here's Levert. Niang out of the corner. Took a bump from Harden. Bounces off. Allen gets fouled. Puts it up and in. The Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima. The Clippers are an elite offensive team with weapons all over the floor capable of beating you in a bunch of different ways and I thought our guys did a great job of accepting the challenge you know nothing came easy for those guys um, you know everything was contested um, every catch was a tough catch uh, isos was never a one-on-one situation I was always one on five so I, I think our guys you know have embraced these challenges and have stepped up when needed most on Cleveland Sports Radio 92.3 The Fan with all your might Audio courtesy of Valley Sports. 118-108. Your Cleveland Cavaliers. A wine and gold winner with Evan Mobley back. It's nice to see uh, big, big Evan back. Big Evan? Yeah. He's tall. I thought he uh, he seamlessly wove himself right back in. Uh, congratulations to J.B. Bickerstaff, now 150 wins as Cavs head coach. Considering they were getting ready to do the whole Julius Caesar thing to him, the E2 Brute or whatever the hell it is after the Detroit game or during the Detroit seems game. Seems like a, uh, a season ago. Thank that seems like two goodness. seasons ago. See, doing a good job, J.B. Bickerstaff. All right. Now, are, you, are you saying that tongue-in-cheek or are you? No, he's are doing you- no, that's very seriously. Okay. He's doing a good job. I just want to make sure because it seems okay. no, it seemed like no. over the last month it's been hard to get Ken Carmen excited. No, don't do that. About don't this. see you're already painting me into the corner. Don't do that. 
It, what? What? You, I'm not, you're I'm gonna not, make. See, I'm not accurate here, man. This is like the first time I smoke weed. Like I can't do this peer pressure anymore. Like you gotta. T- I'm telling you, I saw my mentions today, and you guys are gonna do it this whole time, aren't you? I don't want to deny people their fun. I well, don't no, want to deny anybody already, any fun. You've already done that for a month. But the question is, I only did, I did that like last week for the, a day. The, the, and well, I, I, hold and on. By the way, second. I was totally justified. There were plenty of people who agreed with me. Uh, their win streak dated all the way back to January third. So I mean, we're twenty-seven days. They've been winning games now. I mean, that's a month. That's a whole month of days that they've been winning a lot mm-hmm. of games. And yet, what it, are they in the month of January? You just said, what was it? It seems like, it, you know, during this intent, well, they've only lost. They're like 76 and one in the month of January. They, they just, the only game they lost was That'd that first Mil- Milwaukee game. Oh, best win percentage this month Cavs, Knicks, and Clippers. Of course, the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, Cavs yeah, are right 10 there. and two this month. There you go. Knicks are 13 and two because, of course, they're streaking at the same time we're streaking. Boy, that's a collision course. See, that's me. <laughs> Man, I, you guys are going to, you guys are going to want me dead. The, the well, the Knicks shouldn't have any sort of Im- implication on me flipping the switch, should they? No, no. I mean, I I think it's a Cavs based thing. I mean, you can't you can't sit there like there's nothing the Cavs are going to do that's going to have anybody think you can beat Boston, right? So you can't worry about Boston. Do you think we should flip every the switch? step of the way? Do you think we should? Well, flip the I want I want to lay out Let a me case. Turn it right back on you. I want to lay out a case because I thought they were worthy of doing it earlier. But you know, you were you were being professional. I did sense in the back of your in in the back of every every conversation we would have, it kind of seemed like, well, do it in the playoffs. That's what it seemed like. Well, I can't and just it, wait to the playoffs to flip the switch. Well, yeah, I mean, you can. No, you can. The if switch you needs feel, to be flipped before if the you playoffs. Feel, that's the hard thing about when you lose the way you did last year in the playoffs. I do get this is a this is there's a reason right now. Cavs fans are so annoyed that they are not getting the publicity nationally. And I, I was talking to a friend. Last week, I said, well, these are the consequences to what happened in the playoffs. When when you get embarrassed the way they did, you know how the national guys are. They're not going to take you seriously until you get right back there. This is going to happen to Lamar Jackson, by the way. This is gonna this exact same thing is going to happen to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he he is not, for a lot of people that already hate Lamar Jackson or, or don't think he can win at, a, at, at the highest level, they're just going to say, oh, well, you can go win another MVP next year. Doesn't matter. So, unfortunately, those are the consequences to what happened. Unless the Cavs would have just taken off from moment one with Donovan, with Evan Mobley, with mm. Darius. Unfortunately, there were injuries and they sputtered so poorly out of the gates that I, I think people had just dismissed the Cavs. They were not going to be part of the conversation yeah. of the grown-ups. Well, what has happened in the month of January is they have totally taken off. They found ways to win games without Evan and without Darius Garland. Now Evan's back before, I think, maybe a week, two weeks before people thought he'd be back. Darius is going to be back. And if JB can pull this off and manage to figure out the rotations and to optimally figure out how you're going to play these lineups, we, we've wondered, are, are they going to have issues once everybody gets back, which seems silly because they're so talented. We know how good Darius Carlin is. We obviously know how good Evan is. And you saw you saw Evan Mobley look exactly like the Evan Mobley that we had the first month of the season. Well, he looks like he's ready to go. 216-474-0092. Do you want me to flip the switch? No, we got to do it together. So I can't just say to flip the switch and then all of a sudden you turn around and go, hey, you know what, Kenny? 
So are are you pro, so you're pro flipping the switch? Yeah. Well, right the now. the problem with flipping the switch in the regular season, this will be on on your side of things, is you know they could very easily looking at their schedule. They're they're not just going to win nine out of ten games, you know, for the rest of the season, right? So they're going to lose some games, and they're probably going to have some disappointing yeah, losses. And then people are going to go, "Whoa, you guys, games? you guys just willy nilly flipped the switch." Yeah, but how many games do they have before the All Star break? Like eight. Well, this is I mean, look at their upcoming schedule. Yeah, their it's upcoming Detroit schedule. San Antonio. Okay, those so, are those are three wins. Okay, the way they're playing. This is not gonna. This is not gonna change. This whole thing. This 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 push to flip the switch is is gonna change nothing. Darius Garland's on his way back. Tell the schedule again. I'm sorry. Yeah, Detroit, Memphis, San Antonio. That should be win, win, win. Okay. That then Sacramento, 7 p.m. That's a great Monday, one. February 5th. A home game. Home yeah. against the Kings, and then you're at Washington. Okay. At Brooklyn, all right. At Toronto, all right. Then you have Philadelphia Monday, February the 12th. Now, I was thinking about flipping the switch Monday, February 12th. So now you're pushing it back. You're making the people no, wait no, another. No, 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 no. That was my original. That was my original flipping of the switch. And then you have uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, Chicago, 7.30 p.m. Apparently, that's an ESPN game. Oh, we actually get national television? Yeah, well, we'll see how that one goes. Because, you know, they, they switched one out on us the last The last national television worked against us somehow. We won by, like, 30. And because it was so one-sided, nobody cared what the Cavs did. It was all Milwaukee. It yeah. was like, they got... They didn't blo- play Giannis and then Chris Middleton. It was like they were trying to get their... Co- well, Chris Middleton played, but it was an unprofessional effort. And we all came away from that. Oh, they're, they're trying to get uh, Adrian yeah. Griffin fired. So yeah, that's so the no, way that one went. So they didn't get any credit for that one. Now, I do think, I do think Cavs fans are obsessing a little too much about whether or not they're getting publicity and they're going to they're going to start now. I mean, they've they've just beaten Milwaukee, they've just beaten. I mean, these were supposed to be this stretch was supposed to be tough. Lando who has kind of come back down to earth, but this stretch was supposed to be a tough stretch and they I mean, they 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 pretty much were I Is thought it? were in control of that game yesterday up until you know, the last 6 minutes. Is Orlando kind of like us? Like at the very beginning when it's like, oh, hot start, and then things yeah. kind of fade, and then maybe next year it's going to get more serious. Like, Oh, yeah, I'll take them seriously yeah. next year. Yeah. Absolutely, I So will. there you go. They're kind of like us. But I'll, I'll, I'll try to get over Orlando as much as we can. We don't play. Gosh, we play Orlando again, not for the rest of the season? Are we done playing Orlando? Should be, because we had the we had Yeah, we did play Orlando a lot, yeah. We play them on the 22nd of February. February? Yeah, we are. We play Orlando at home in the first game back from the All-Star break. There you go. But I thought last night, like they, they identified very early on, like the Clippers, they they really don't have a center right now. I mean, Plumlee is in their starting lineup, but he's he's not really going to be getting major major minutes for them. And they attacked. They knew where that weakness was, and this was a perfect game. You would have thought, well, the Clippers is that a good game for Mobley to come back? It is because they right now without uh, Zubac, they don't have a real real center, well, and they don't even want to play Plumlee, so they uh, could just attack. And they their size was a huge problem. For the Clippers last night. I'm not just going to willy-nilly flip the switch. They have to ask for the sw- flip the switch. It's one thing to send the tweet at 11 o'clock at night. It's a whole nother thing. It, I, I'm going to... I'm serious about this. Because if if I, if I we do, it's on them. All right? I wash my hands of it. Do you want to... I, I wash my hands is, of the responsibility of flipping a, the switch. Is there a case to be made that none of this matters until Darius Garland comes back? And so... That's the playoff team. The team they're going to have in the playoffs is well, Darius Garland. I don't know. He's going to be playing 37 does, minutes a night. Don't I look like a major major a hole if I go? Well, I got to wait till Darius Garland. Shut up, Owen. I got to wait till Darius Garland comes back. 
Like, there was a good performance last night. The Clippers are a good team. You beat the Clippers. You had a tremendous run to end the first half. Remember, they had that they, they had that three chances right there at the end of the first half and then finished it off. It was great. And Isaac Okoro hit the three at 17 in the first half last night. Like, it's hard to deny it. But I don't want, if we do this, I don't want any of this stuff. You're not going to get this bleep on me. It's not going to happen. If, if it goes straight to hell, you all wanted it, not me. Okay? I, I still, there's part of me that wants to wait. But, this but is I'm the issue. not going to be a this jerk is, about this. This is the issue Of course, about, if I flip the switch, they're going to want me to do it and mean it when I flip the, the switch. This is the issue with the NBA and the regular season. It will go to hell. Every team loses, has, no, a, has a bad team. No, it's not hell. If they go to every the, Every week, every NBA team has a rough week stretch or two that's weeks. That's true, but I mean. So the Cavs are going to have a bad stretch I mean, hell, the rest hell. of the year. I'm talking hell, hell. Like if you go and you play a 4-5 matchup against the Knicks and you get beat up again, I'm not taking any heat over that. That is not happening. That is not my responsibility, and I'm not hearing a damn thing about it. Chuck in Cleveland, hello. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hi. Hey, check this out. Wasn't the switch Limas in the beginning of the flipping of the it switch? It has always been an agreed-upon like principle know, on this hold show. Hold up, hold up. Lima always knew when to flip the switch, when to bring it in, when to send everybody into, like, a crazy mode of the flip switching. I, I just asked you a simple question. When did you steal it? I didn't steal anything. It's always been something that's agreed upon. So, Chuck, have you ever seen The Hunt for Red October? No. (laughs) There's the two-man rule. The two-man rule that is invoked, and we have somebody who has actually been present on a warship uh, during during fighting times. Uh, They have two keys. They have two keys, and I'm not talking about... You know the Chagrin Falls keys. Those are those are different keys. That's the whole thing. That's, that's like, that's like yeah. eight eight keys if you're having a really fun Saturday you night. Grow some facial hair and hell and chagrin. Okay. I mean that's a that's a Thursday night. Yeah, you could have a matinee even. A thirsty Thursday. A thirsty Thursday, if you will. Means but a Chuck, lot of things. Chuck, bear with me here. Okay. The two keys have to be turned in unison. Yeah. This is very important. And okay. there, there's a reason because they don't want one person to hijack the proceedings. Yeah. There'd be a mutiny that could go on, and it's all because one person had access to both the keys. So you have to have two keys as part of the two-man rule. So tell me this with the two-man rule. Do you feel like flipping the switch? Chuck, on January 30th, 2024, your boy... Absolutely, to quote an afternoon show heard right here on Sports Radio 923 The Fan, your boy feels like if he had both keys, he'd be turning both keys. I don't know why you're quoting him. He's just going to come after me later today. <laughs> Ken, do what? you feel like flipping the switch? I don't know, Chuck. So then y'all can't flip the switch. That's why it's a two man principle. That's why it's the hunt for Red October. So y'all need to do the Red October <laughs> off air and use big hoops. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much for the call. Wouldn't See that, the, that that wasn't the hunt inspiring. for Red April. That wasn't that wasn't <laughs> inspiring at all. That doesn't get me to flip the switch. Yeah, I, I got tweet after tweet out the ass telling me to flip the switch last I, night. I, I woke up. Too. I went, oh my god, this is Twitter reactions brought to you by Shavin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. It was just videos and, and memes of and, and and gifts of switches being flipped, and I'm going, guys, like, <sighs> I'm not. This is not a gag. 
I'm just telling you, man, if you guys want me to flip the switch, there may be a switch flipping coming up in this show. Oh, we All have right? four hours. We got four hours. We got a podcast. And if you want me to flip this switch, I'll flip it. But I'm telling you right now, if they go out there and they get their asses handed to them, I'm not hearing a damn thing. It will be me versus all of you. I will go Hollywood Hulk Hogan at Bash in the Beach, at the beach, if if you try to turn this thing around on me. It's not going to be on me. If they go and they play the Knicks and things go to sweet hell, or they play anybody else in the postseason in the first round and things go to hell, you ain't putting this on me. I'm not taking that responsibility. I, I understand that. I appreciate how Damn responsible it. you are being. This is this is a big deal. We've, we've talked about this over the years with both the Guardians and the Cleveland Browns. We, we take all this into deep consideration. This is not something, not a fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants organization here. I had to sit around all last offseason with a 4-1 lead against the New York Knicks last year, and I mean you will not put me in that bleeping <laughs> position ever again. You fans can stick it, brother. Now, I'm tired of this bleep. I'm telling you right now, in all seriousness, man, man, I'm telling you, you better be responsible. I'll I'll think about doing it. All right, you got me right up to the hilt. This is not an act. I'm telling you, man, I take this very seriously because I know if this thing goes to hell, you guys are going to be coming after me, and I'm not going to do it, but I can be talked into it. Because it seems that everybody wants me to do it. Everybody wants me to flip the switch. Lima, you are pro-flipping the switch. I think I am. Don't you turn this around on me. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want anything bad to happen because of the switch. I also don't want to be, you know, that uh, delusional to think that our standing with the switch is going to have any direct consequences with the team. Yeah. All right. 216-474-0092. Should we flip the switch? That and everybody makes mistakes, including last night. Because it's about last night. Next on The Fan. Now, the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Wine and gold. Big winner last night, 118-108 over the Clippers in a, a big game. Was that the biggest game of the year, Ken Carmen? Uh, it was up there. I, know I think a, it probably was, yeah. It's a Monday night game. It was not nationally televised. But the real ones know, right? As they like to say... The real Hoops fans knew that that was a pretty big game, and it wasn't like the Clippers had just played last night or it was at the end of a road trip or anything like that. They're in the middle of their road trip. Now, they had crushed Boston. They were all out against Boston just a few days ago. I don't necessarily think they respected the Cavs as much as they did the Boston Celtics because they wanted to go to Boston, and that to them was a playoff game. James Harden looked like he would have rather been anywhere else. I think he didn't realize that the Cavs play defense. I mean, Harden was terrible yesterday. He had an eight-second violation. He also had a th- a three-second defensive violation. Had a f- with two minutes left in the game. I've never seen that. James I've Harden never seen that has, called in the NBA. He's had a four-year violation. It is... I don't know what to make of that guy anymore. But it's weird. He had two monstrous games yeah. in the playoffs last year for Philly, but the other games were horrendous. It was it was really weird. He was like when they were in Oklahoma City. Remember, he was like America's sweetheart, and now he's like this mercurial figure that I don't know what to get out of him. I mean, eleven points last night, like you said, he barely Ka- shot. Kawhi played. Boy, I gotta tell Kawhi you, Kawhi went all out. I, I I I found the upper deck to be a bit sparse 
last, last night. night. Well, the tickets, we had done I, a brief market watch yesterday. You know why? I don't they think were giving them away yesterday. I don't think anybody was convinced any of these guys yeah, were going to play. Yeah, I agree with you. Because they've been bitten by Giannis mm-hmm. how many times? Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's the tough thing about the NBA. I think people were genuinely surprised that Kawhi Leonard went out on the floor yeah. and played for the Clippers last night in Cleveland. I don't know. Maybe the Clippers would have been better off without Harden and Paul George. Paul George is 0-5 for three-point range, 3 of 11. Uh, Harden was, it was rough. He, he could barely handle the ball. Damn, that's a great win for the Cavs. It was. Of course, and- John sends a tweet here. Uh, Got to be honest, that was quite the letdown of an opening to the show after a huge win against a really good Clippers team to continue a great month for the Cavs. That's a nice run-on sentence. I expect better, Ken. Okay, well, guess what? I'm not flipping the switch now. That's a great social yeah. media. Well, Call, now me you've angered him. Call me out on it, buddy. And guess what? No switches being flipped. You have every chance to talk me back into it, but if you're going to do it like that, no, I ain't going to flip the switch. I'm as petty as it gets today. Bad mood, Ken. Tough talking, Ken is here. Listen, if there's one thing I know, I'm working with Ken Carmen for now. Are we on year 8, 10, 12? Uh, Well, we've worked together. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For 12 years, we've done this show together for starting eight. If there's one thing I know, there's one way to get things done. And then there's the way that that... Gentlemen, just trying yeah. to get things done, and that is not the way to get yep, things it's done. Not doing it. Yeah. However, that'll get a you guys have been listening to the sl- you. you've listened to this slippery wizard for eight years. If you don't know how to get things done and to, and to manipulate me emotionally, then I can't help you. And guess what? Sending tough talking tweets to tough talking Ken ain't gonna get it done. No switch. Kiss my ass, John. Boom. Jimmy Boom. Bickerstaff won his one hundred and fiftieth game last night. He commented afterwards on. What an honor 150 milestone is. Love to win games. <laughs> and this has been, you know, a long journey here from, you know, when I first took over to where we are now. It says a lot about, you know, the wonderful people that I get an opportunity to work with every single day. Partnership that I have with Kobe in the front office, you know, the support uh, of the Gilberts. Uh, and that, at the end of the day, what it comes down to. They were understandably excited after that win. I believe was it Karis LeVert got the... Junkyard dog medallion. That's another reason I kind of don't want to flip the switch. <laughs> I, 
I know it's a sponsored deal, but uh, they did not retire yeah. it after the loss to the Knicks last year. I thought they would. They certainly have not. They've doubled down on it, Kenny. Yeah. Well, it's a sponsored thing. What are you gonna do? You gotta you gotta do something with it. Uh, meanwhile, uh, still. Oh, I should give you an update on the standings. This is important now because I tweeted last night. Of course, Cavs have been unstoppable. The Knicks have been unstoppable since they made their big trade. And they're jockeying for position. Right now, Cavs are in the five spot. They're a half game behind the Knicks. I tweeted last night, this is all setting up for an incredible theater between the Knicks and the Cavs again. Yeah. I got about 100 tweets correcting me. Uh, you realize that uh, Milwaukee and the 76ers are within reach. I know. I understand they're within reach. Everybody knows that. But the Bucks and 76ers have been there since moment one this year. Uh, 76ers have been on a slide the last three games yeah. with Joel Embiid's injury. But I think this is this is going to be quite the battle. And, yeah, I'd like to avoid having to play in the 4-5 game after having, you know, what this great surge was and if they're able to continue this. But the top of the Eastern Conference is just on another level. Doesn't matter. Not to mention the Miami Heat are lurking underneath. So you could get up to the three seed. You might have to play Miami you know, in the first round. I'm getting closer to it, and I don't want to give away what I want to sell at 7 o'clock. I'm getting closer to it. Like, hey, the matchup's the matchup's, and you just have to deal with it. Like, I know the Knicks were actually a tough matchup in comparison to some of the other teams, but when you have a team like the Heat that gets in through the play-in game all the way up to the finals, I think it kind of throws things into chaos here. With some teams kind of sandbag, not sandbagging it, but yeah, not taking it extremely seriously and getting ready for a stretch run after the All-Star break. And that's another reason why I'm a little hesitant. Well, now I'm a lot hesitant after you're trying to call me out personally. Uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm a bit hesitant to flip the switch before the All-Star break for crying out loud. All Let's right. go to Bill and Akron. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hi. Hey, so let me ask you a question. Do you think their roster with their additions this year is better than what it was last year? Yes. Yeah, I didn't think so until until they, they demonstrated – what they could do with these guys injured, they've all stepped up, Bill. So I, I did not think so, okay. but now uh, they, it certainly looks that way. So we have three-point shooters who undoubtedly can hit the three-point shot. We push the ball down the court. Have, yeah. We play defense. I yes. like the way they do that. They do this do that. team is a scrappy team more than what they were last year, I think. If Ken's going to come with me, I think it's time. I don't think you should doubt this team one bit. I know they probably know what they blew last year. They were embarrassed, and I don't think they're going to go down that road again. You know what, Bill? Uh, I'm open to flipping the switch now again because you catch more flies with honey, and Bill, you made a nice. convincing. No, Bill came with respect and yeah. made a convincing point, and I respect you back, Bill, so now I'm back open to flipping the switch. Frank and Aurora, go ahead. Ken, you cannot flip the switch, man. I ain't right. trying to talk you out of it. I'm just saying, I'm just stating facts. If we're gonna go back to the days where we was going back to the finals when y'all was flipping, flipping the switch, the one thing that was in common we had the whole team was intact. The whole team has not been intact this whole season. Mm, yeah, we gotta, we gotta play, we gotta play it out. They gotta play it out. They gotta get what starting lineup and play all of what with ten games together, something like that. I don't know. And damn it, stand your ground, man. Hell no, don't flip the switch. Not right now. We ain't ready. Because uh, at first I wanted to say to Frank, I go, well, we're never going to have Kyrie and LeBron and, and Kevin Love back, so I can't hold them to that standard. But there is no there's no Darius yet. I, this is a great win, though, over a good Clippers team. And they played at full strength. Right 
They played it. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to talk myself into it, but I want to do it responsibly. Billy Joel, Rod Stewart tickets coming up later in the yeah. show. Go ahead. That's what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Uh, meanwhile, Sal Carpaccio in Buffalo, noted sports talk radio host. He was on with Afternoon Drive yesterday and gave you the latest 411 on Ken Dorsey, your new OC. Ken Dorsey did a lot of good things, but I think that his biggest failing to me was when he was calling plays, he was doing it, A, putting too much on the plate of guys. Like they, we, we heard a lot of guys say simplify things. I've heard from in and around people that have been around the building to say there was just so much every week that he tried to get accomplished and tried to put in the game plan. And I think that can be overwhelming at times. That's where I say maybe he's learned not to do that anymore. But the other thing is he knew he had a Josh Allen. He knew he had some pretty good weapons and parts. We're going to do what we do, right? We're going to do what we do, and they're going to make us stop us. I think when Joe Brady came in, he became more game plan oriented. He became more, well, that's what the defense is doing, so we're going to put in a wrinkle here, a wrinkle here that we haven't done before. And we're going to try this and that and put that throughout the week. And I think you saw a little bit more of a specific game plan being attacked to the defense than you did under Ken Dorsey. I know he's probably not going to call plays there, but I think that's an area where he can learn. Boy, at the end there, he kind of threw in the answer to the biggest question we have is who's calling plays. Terry Pluto yesterday wrote that it's still entirely possible that Kevin Stefanski will continue calling the plays. So is a lot of this just fodder for the offseason, not that big of a deal, not that impactful. If Ken Dorsey comes here and does not call the plays. Oh, if this offense is oh, if this offense is off schedule, either way, there's going to be a conversation. It just has to work. If Kevin Stefanski in this offense is still clumsy with Deshaun Watson and what we saw, there was times of good, and there were certainly times of, hey, what is going on here? If they continue to do that, people are going to call for Dorsey. If they do it with Ken Dorsey, of course, people are going to call back for Kevin Stefanski. So it's just, it's now you've put more pressure on yourself for it to work well. But there's already pressure, so what the hell? I mean, at some point, you can't add more pressure. It is what it is. Everybody has to just win. Well, the reason I, I bring it up is because we've we've just been so bogged down on trying to figure out what to do next, what is going on with the offense, the turmoil when it comes to the offensive coaching staff. And Ken Dorsey's coming here. We're having all these conversations. People are either irate or they love the fresh perspective. You may not even call the plays. Is it much to do about nothing? That's it for about last night. Outstanding as always. Coming up at 8 o'clock, John Greco, former Browns guard, current Browns analyst. Looks like Bill Callahan is sticking around. How important is that going to be for the Cleveland Browns? As some people started to do that preemptive, well, I guess he didn't really matter that much. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait, he's he's God's gift to coaching offensive linemen. Yeah, we know. But you can't just flip-flop on something like that. We have John Greco who's going to join us at 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock, Ty Dunn. He wrote that Ken Dorsey might have been Sean McDermott's scapegoat earlier this season. So we'll have Ty Dunn from Go Long joining us. Also remember, Billy Joel, Rod Stewart tickets coming up in a bit. And your biggest rival is left to play the blame game. Ken Carmen, Tone Master General on the fan. Tell me more about people blaming Jim Harbaugh, Tone. Tell me more. Well, I think it's finally time for me to relinquish my animosity for Ohio State right now as they are putting together a class for the ages. And uh, credit to Ryan Day, most notably credit to people who got their wallets out. That tends to matter right now with the kids. Tell me more. And it's now time to transition into going back to ripping Michigan. They are the national champs. They get to bask in the glow of a national championship. But apparently their community, their campus, their fan base, uh, it's what have you done for me lately when it comes to Jim Harbaugh and the lately, well, that national championship seems like it was five years ago. 
according to those fans. Well, life comes at you fast. Boy, it really does. I think this is so silly. I mean, the guy got you a national championship. He restored Michigan to a level that a lot of people thought he could never or any coach could ever restore their program to. And they are upset because we had the story just briefly yesterday during the show that the strength and conditioning coach was going with Harbaugh to the Chargers. But that's not all. What their coordinators? Is it both What's his coordinators? Name? Ben something. I, yeah. The, well, Herbert. you have Jesse. Yeah, Ben Herbert. Ironically, Herbert. Yeah. Um, and then you have Jesse Minter going. I I would imagine his father Rick is going. Don't ask me why I know so many Michigan coaches. Damn it! You wrote me right <laughs> in there. Um. Anyway, keep going. I mean, well, you my still heart get those, doesn't seem like he's going to be back. Go you ahead. still get those fundraising letters. Okay. Well, but they're all following Harbaugh to the NFL, and people are really upset about how they feel he's leaving the program. He's he's t- he's torn down the program that he has built up over a decade. He has just put him back to square one, is what the fans are accusing him of doing. Okay. I told you on the phone yesterday, I said, sometimes can I wonder if there's an element of every fan base that enjoys the struggle of getting to the top, but doesn't like the consequences of getting to the top. And the consequences, we see it all the time with the exception of the New England Patriots. But even the Patriots had turnover. They had huge turnover. You remember they lost Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cornell after that first run. They were just yeah. able to build it back up in, in unbelievable unbelievable fashion. Yeah. And it seems like the pitfalls of reaching the top didn't impact them the way they, they impact almost every other team that reaches the top in today's world. Um, Urban Meyer, 2014. Ohio State wins the national championship. They lose their coordinators. They get the same team back. The team comes back, but they're all thinking about the pros. They're all thinking about money, and they were not the same team, despite getting Zeke, Michael Thomas. Uh, Obviously, Cardell Jones came back that next year. It was really weird with the quarterback situation that next year. And they didn't have the same zeal to try to stay on top. And I just think you see this in all sports, and I wonder if they're Michigan fans. I know this sounds crazy. Who would have rather had them just get to the championship game and lose and then make sure that Harbaugh stays? So you're always in it. You're always in the conversation. I, just I think can't. that's insane. I, I think that is too. I, I know that I do believe that there are people who are addicted to the struggle of of their sports teams. I think there are people who who flatly enjoy the Browns being a, you know, we're we're a five-win team every year and we're hard scrabble. Like I I do think people get addicted to that. I think people enjoy not everybody. I think there is a weird minority of fans who like the pity. And to that, I can't believe. I also think that people just want to keep a good thing going. I also don't, I, but I don't think about Michigan fans or any fans after a guy leaves after you've been wildly successful feeling that way. Like, Remember, how could you a, be mad at Harbaugh right well, now? I, I think that it's, how could I think you it's be very mad easy. at the guy I think it's very that easy. got you your first championship since '97, really first full championship since the '40s, and had Michigan. It, at conquer the NCAA, well, the, the Big Ten, Ohio State, well, Alabama. I don't what put a his, season. Okay, but I don't want to put his business out there, but I'm going to. I mean, we had somebody very close to us. I think everybody knows who I'm talking about. He happens to come from Crawford County, and he doesn't seem to speak too well on the radio, I accuse him of doing. But you have a guy who was telling all of us, he ain't going anywhere. And he has sources. That guy has sources. He ain't going anywhere. This is all overdone. And, he, and because... Jim Harbaugh flirted so many times, it seemed it seemed to be plausible. And now, 
I mean, that guy's left to be looking kind of silly. I mean, we kind of made fun of him, did we not? Like, hey, here here you are. <laughs> you said he was staying, and off he goes. And I don't think that he might hold any grudge. I think that, I mean, maybe secretly he might. Maybe next year if they turn in an eight-win or three or nine-win season. Who cares? You won the national championship. I understand That's that. what I don't understand. But I think people have looked at it going, he's our guy. He's a Michigan guy. We have defended and defended and defended him. And we've made fun of Ohio State fans for all that stuff. We made fun of all the other college football fans. They feel like he is their guy and they defended him. And now you left us without anything. You got Sharon Moore over here where... Dave Briggs wrote a great story about, hey, if they're taking all his coaches, you didn't do any national search here? Like, they they meant to keep continuity, but if everybody's going, what's the continuity there? Now, I don't want to put Sharon Moore behind the eight ball already, but I do think it's a valid point by David Briggs. Kyle Rowland said it as well. So I think it's valid points by both those guys. That being all put out there... I've seen I've seen more people upset with Warren Manuel because they I saw don't. It too. I think yeah. their first reaction is he's hey, the athletic director there. Yes, we've won a national championship. We don't want to go after this guy. I think some people are going to be frustrated if they lose a couple of games they're not supposed to, and they will go after that guy. But I think they're going after Warren Manuel, going, "You should have known this. You're the athletic director. You should have drawn it in there." But I don't think anybody could be surprised. The guy has flirted with the NFL for the past five seasons. Yes, yes, but you know, five years. The comparison I would make too was LeBron the second time. Like, how much longer would LeBron have stayed had they have not won the championship? Probably still be here in twenty sixteen. I, I don't know that. I mean, I think eventually he was going to get to LA. But I, but I think what happened Maybe was that's true. LeBron wins the title. We all go nuts. One point three for the parade, and then. Uh, things start to go south. The Kyrie thing happens. The the Ty Lue situation. We have J.R. Smith and the soup situation. Like things start to go south because that's the only place they can go. Yeah. Very few teams get point. to be dynastic. Very few teams get, get to be Golden State or Alabama or Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. That really doesn't happen in sports. And so it starts to go downhill. And LeBron... Let's face it, the minute he won the championship, that to him was his ticket to be able to leave and go do what he really wanted to do after that, which was life after basketball, and start to build his Hollywood brand in L.A. Yeah. So I and think there were fans point. who didn't who who might have said, hey, we would have rather had LeBron stay here for the next five years and be in the finals every year than win it there well, and have him leave and then the team bottoms out. The Cavs did immediately go back to bottoming out where I don't think Michigan's going to bottom out. I put out the bat signal, oh, and I'm sorry. We go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. We welcome in the marble mouth of Crawford County, Keith Britton. Hello. Guys, I got to rip these whiny bitch fans that are like, <laughs> oh, Harbaugh's taking all of our assistant coaches. That's ridiculous. Like, the guy developed the coaches. He's allowed to take the coaches with him. Did you not have any more confidence in the guy that you just hired as your head coach that he only can be good if he keeps all the coaches with him that Harbaugh brought in? That's ridiculous. Like, they wanted two minutes ago, they, or two weeks ago, they wanted to credit this guy with a culture turnaround, and he was one of the three most instrumental figures in doing that. Well, now you have no confidence because Harbaugh takes a couple assistant coaches and the strength coach? Like, it's ridiculous. Apparently. Apparently. It's sad to see what your uh, fake fan base it, has it, done. Uh, second of all, part of your job as a head coach is to find assistant coaches. And Harbaugh struggled with that his first three or four years. He couldn't find a defensive coordinator to stop Ohio State. And all of a sudden, he had to change his tactics. And he, he figured it out. But mm. that's what a head coach's job is to do. Keith, I got another question for you. Yeah. Uh, do you have any resentment towards Jim Harbaugh because you've been used as a pawn in all this, saying that he was going to stay here, as I did when uh, it was told Sam Darnold was going to be the first overall pick by the Cleveland uh, Browns? Zero, because he won the ring. Like, if, oh. had he not done that, and that's what you guys just made the point about people, some people being addicted to the struggle of, like, hey, if he came up short, there was no guarantee he was staying then either. 
So at least he got you a championship. Like who? I don't know why people. You've gone thirty plus years without, a, or almost thirty years, twenty five years without a championship. How can you complain with winning one? Tone? You're probably going to go another twenty without winning one, one now. I, tone. I, you know, Brian yes, Windhorst. Man. Brian Windhorst is famous for saying you never have to apologize after you win a championship. I, I just think that's the the state of sports anyway. And college football. I mean, it's amazing that Michigan was able to keep this team for as many years as they did. You know, after of course dodging the uh, Ohio State game a few years ago. But it it's amazing that they were able to to maintain the integrity of that team, keep them together. Um, that doesn't happen in college football, and will not happen anymore in college football. It will not happen going forward either. Yeah, it's true. It won't happen going forward. There's no way they can build a team. They or anybody else can build a team the way they built it in the NIL era and win the way they did. Like, it's just it's not going to be possible. You're going to have guys, and that's the other thing. People are worried about guys transferring. You're worried about that anyway. Even at Harbaugh State, teams are constantly calling guys, coaching guys, uh, messaging them on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. They're reaching out to them. Like, it's a, you got to recruit your own team every year. Marvel Mouth, we thank you very much for the time. You got it. Thank you. Keith Britton. Yeah, on the I mean, North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Holland. Yeah, yeah, I may not follow college football uh, going forward Oh, as much. come on. Shut up. I mean, what? I, I don't get to enjoy players for longer oh, than one Lord. year. Nice sport. Fix All your right. sport. FML coming up nice at job, 7.45. Nice job, Dan Wetzel. You Fix guys your are, sport. Some of you guys are seeing coyotes. Some of you guys are seeing big dogs. And you need to make the difference. That coming up at 7.45. Up next, Knicks, Heat, 76ers, Pacers, whoever. It's about the Cavs this year and no one else. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 